Dude, after that, like that turn, that uphill left turn is so hard. Oh, oh my god! Oh my Let's god! Let's go! into P4! <laughs> what just happened? Welcome back to another episode of the Party in the Paddock podcast. My name is Jake Aachen, Jockin12, alongside Connor Beaupre. That's me. Um, it's good. I thought you were going to call me Young Bob, so I was kind of waiting for that. But I was. Um, I usually do. Um, we have to record late today because of uh, some logistical issues. Um, a lot of teams uh, sending out their liveries. Well, uh, just, we'll leave it at that. Yeah, you know what? A lot of technicalities going on behind the scenes this week. Yeah, it's a busy week. Um, Sorry, guys. It's coming out Friday. How's your um, beer? It's good. I'm, I'm maybe mixing in a couple of cocktails, taking after the GNT boys, who we'll also be hearing from later today. Love to on hear the, that. Uh, on the FB, they, they have a guest. They have a very, very special guest. I don't know if we want to reveal. No, it. let's let's save it. Let's save it. Very a mystery. Okay. Yeah, mystery guest. Um, mystery mystery guest. man. We'll just leave it at mystery man because there's a lot of I love that. So much to unpack there. Uh, and, and that's something too where we don't hear what they uh, what they go through and what they talk about. So that's going to be exciting to kind of hear and listen back to uh, to kind of give away some secrets. Maybe I guess I don't even know what the best way to phrase it is. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like one of those things. It's kind of fun. Like we record ours. We lived it. You know, we know what happens. I always listen back at least once, but mm-hmm. to hear something brand new is kind of cool too. So, yeah. But, and with uh, this it, guest, with this guest, it's going to be electric. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, week nine, though. Week nine is in the books. We were at uh, Silver. No. Circuit Jesus. of the Americas. Circuit Cota. of the Americas. Um, yeah. USA. Um, break it down for us, folks. Um, well, we had a REM victory. Let me pull up the uh, final final week nine. Uh, REM victory, Tucker in second, still uh, on his way back to the top here. And uh, Palooch in third rounds out the podium. Um, <clears throat> you know, I think, you know, Remish just flew away right away. I think the wheel was a huge advantage this week. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Nailing those S turns, got a big lead. Tuck ended up taking him with like a, I think Tuck ran a two-stop, like a soft, soft medium or something and rem went soft hard and tuck put up like at one point i just watched this rewatched the stream this week because i was so depressed after my terrible finish again um he put up like six or seven seconds on him and then had to pit and then it was just kind of over from there easy run for rem to finish but you know good race from tuck had to overtake him at points um and then palooch uh kind of uh, a quiet start to the race. Um, and then he had to battle through Trav, my teammate Trav, who had a good week, um, you know, early in the race. But uh, Trav put the defense on him early like he's known for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, he Baluch snagged you kind of in the last couple laps. Yeah, I think you were running low on tires. Didn't he have tire strategy on you or something? Yeah, he, uh, he had both. A little bit of that, a little bit of fuel. I, I was uh... – I wasted a lot trying to keep up with Tucker early. Mm-hmm. Um, killed me in the long run because I, I saw Palooch come and I saw him making the time up. And then sure as shit, he got within a second. I couldn't keep up with fuel and I couldn't even couldn't even stay close. Um, yeah, he, he's a you're in a really good race, though. Had me on the strategy. Yeah, well. I think I think with this race altogether, too, like just from a general perspective, 
Um, the time caps got really big at points, I think, between drivers, but there were so many overtakes. Like watching it back, like guys were moving up and down. I think that's what what's great about Coda is that there's like good two good DRS zones for overtaking. You know, there's a lot of these little hairpin. I mean, what they like to say in like real F1 is the super low speed corners from high speed areas are mm-hmm. the best places to overtake because you can break a little bit later. You can make up time in DRS. Um, and this had a lot of corners that were like, you can hit in a lot of different ways, but if you can get the fastest line every time you're going to consistently make up time. Where so were I guys think, getting the penalties at though? Uh, the S turns people were cutting through the S turns like, crazy. Oh, okay. Okay. That's what so, I was curious. I'm like, am I, am I missing something? And that's what you saw with like Tucker in time trials, maybe REM too, but I think the wheel played a lot of, uh, played big factor in that, but yeah, I think like, with the where wheel. are they getting on this time? Uh, with the wheel, I think you can really snap back and forth on those S turns. Whereas like with the stick really? going back and forth to the right positions is tough, but, um, yeah, penalties like crazy too. And that ended up really shaking up kind of the end of the race. Um, this is I mean, one where too, when you enter the pit, if you don't follow like that dotted, that, yeah. that pit entry line it's gonna ding you for us uh, i think getch fell victim of that too really i mean i know he had penalties at the end i mean i had that later in the uh rundown here but he had a great push at the end and overtook i think segan and hughes and those guys but ended up giving it all back with the penalties he had i mean yeah. he dropped three places at the i think he would have been fifth and he dropped to eighth because of it 12 um, total i think 12 total seconds he dropped to ninth yeah so yeah i mean yeah those 12 seconds really killed him i mean that's that was trav wheat and hughes and maybe segan i think segan might have gotten it back later but um but yeah i mean overtakes galore penalties galore and you know what they say getch loves his penalties so you can't forget that um i noticed the next bullet point you have uh is jp a bully so i was i was in the party with jp is that personal and I know I didn't hear anything, but when I got out, I heard that there were a lot of complaints about his driving and watching it back. He uh, kind of told tiptoed the line of, um, you know, double moving, cutting guys off, being a little too defensive, you know, but I saw a lot of good overtakes from him. I think he's trying to figure out what racing style best fits him right now. I think he's trying to get there. I mean, I can see the effort being put in just similar to Dane, similar to Swifty, um, you know, those guys want points. I mean, they're still hungry. Um, yeah. So definitely don't count them out. But I I don't know if you saw did, anything did or JP, heard anything. Did JP learn that from your teammate, by chance? Um, I wouldn't say it was directly like, from Trav. We didn't have Trav this week. We It was me, Trav, and JP a couple weeks ago. So maybe he no, took No, I'm talking the double moves. The yeah, the, the double moves. I don't know if Trav's so much a double move guy as he is just forces you to take the bad line. Hmm. I mean, if you want to talk about a little bit of aggression, um, here we go. Here I we saw go. Montana was getting bullied left and right by everybody. I mean, staying, I think, bumped him off the track a few times. I think even Gatch got him a little bit, and then you got him really good. And I've got I it just, saved later. I, it was muscle. It was, uh, but, it was muscle. Uh, it was a it was a pure one overtake, kind of like at Singapore. Um, who was it? Tom did it to JP. It was like a very one like overtake where you just kind of muscle the guy out of the way and you and just like, you, sorry, you have nowhere to mm-hmm. go. Uh-huh. Nope. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's a dirty play. I just think it's was that a, clipped. It's on the stream. Um, mm-hmm. Blue gets it, but I, I don't think it's dirty. I just 
you know what? Sometimes you just got to muscle by the guy. Huh. So, hmm. Um, what else we speak, got? Speaking of staying too, um, he was overtaking guys early, and then I don't know if he had damage at the end or had the bad tire strat or what, but he like early in the stream, it's like him overtaking a bunch of guys. I mean, he made a diving move, um, you know, in on Schmidt. And then next thing you know, later in the race, it's like, Oh, another guy slides past Stang. another guy slides past Stang. And I mean, he slipped, he slipped to 11th out of the points, but you know, just another guy who's got the pace and was kind of up in the points action and then wasn't at the end. So. Yeah. I wonder if it's, I mean, it's just uncharacteristic from Stang. I don't, I haven't been seeing that a whole lot, but obviously his, his points in the standings reflect it. But what did he finish? 11th, right out of the 11th with fast lap. Kind of burned <laughs> his partner on that, too. I know Tucker is pretty vocal in the paddock afterwards um, or in the garage saying, wow, my, my partner absolutely burned me. Um, that does us no good. Wow. Why would he do that? Um, I mean, we talked about it early on. I point fingers we could see some trouble. I mean, between the racing point guys, I mean, that was one of the teams highlighted. I think Ferrari was the other one that we've mm -hmm. highlighted as potential teammate lack of chemistry. You know, I mean, again, you look at Ferrari, there's so much going against them being roommates. Like I'm sure Getch isn't doing his dishes, you know, he's maybe short on rent. Cause he's, you know, subscribing to too many only, only fans, yeah. but buying too much gamer bath water. It's, I mean, that's going to wear on, that's going to wear on Montana after a while. And, you know, that, bath water. that oh could split God. a team up. That could split a team up. You it know, can. Yeah, yeah, that's off track. Right. That's off track yeah. stuff. You know, what, uh, what about the, what happened to Segan and Trav at the end of that? Okay. I, I heard about it after, um, watched the clip back and it looks like Segan kind of tries to sneak the inside and catches a little bit of Trav. And then they both just ducked over into the wall. And I don't think there was any overall damage, but, Segan took a couple spins that race and still ended up in fifth place, which I was pretty impressed. I was with. gonna say what? Yeah, I thought there was like a big fall. Both of them are in the points. Both well, it was Se early Segan fifth, Trav eight. Yeah, early yeah. in the race, um, Segan was in like fourth place and got bumped by Foley, I think. And it was just through the S turns they were both trying to navigate it. And he got spun there and then went back to ninth and then climbed all the way back up and then had Trav. And then Trav, they got locked up and went off the track and he still ended up in fifth. I mean, I think um, I think the penalties probably hurt a few people. I think Hughes had some and we'd had some. But, mm -hmm. I mean, uh, Segan, again, he's hot. He's hot right yeah, now. Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, he's making a charge. And what is he? He took um, a week off last week with that DNF. But, I mean, he went from, you know, second place – to a DNF and now he's back, you know, top five. Not Alfa bad. Romeo, Alfa Romeo's three points from second place in constructors behind Haas. And then you guys yeah. um, are in fourth, seven behind. So they're right in the mix. Segan's oh yeah. They're right up six. there. Wheat's 12. We can just dial but, in an hour on Sunday night. And But we said it again. So, I mean, that's double points for them. I mean, if they, yeah, keep, if they can keep getting like a, a, a fifth and like a sixth or a seventh all the time and end up right near each other, those points are going to add up quick. So, oh, yeah. Um, speaking of uh, double points, let's go through those predictions from last week. Yep. Um, uh, one of those I had was double points for the other Alpha, Alpha Tori, and uh, that didn't happen. Um, we lost Tom. He was 
dead last 20th by like 30 seconds i think he yeah hughes race. had a good race though hughes did he have a good really race good. he had sixth and speaking of your uh first prediction was a top five for hughes yes and just he just missed, missed it. it with a six so you know what on the right track knew hughes was getting hot um my other pick was uh haas moving up into fourth place and they jumped all the way into second um right i just figured out your yeah, I figured Remish was going to come in hot after missing last week, and and that's it. So, And then my last one was uh, Schmidt with the W. Schmidt for – is this four consecutive weeks? Um, let me check the numbers here. He five, is, maybe? He is be five a- consecutive weeks out of the points. Oh, that's just – that's bad. I mean, oh, L.A. Schmidt. I mean, what? That, I after? thought that was the factor. I thought 100 percent that was the factor. Maybe, maybe he's got to settle in a little bit there, get the you know the setup figured out. But mm-hmm. well, he, then he's going back. He has meat pit for a while there. Now he's TV pod. I don't know if he's changed back now. It's, I don't know, man. And Foley too. Foley, what what happened? Did he he got spun out? Because I think he was in. He's so he spun himself. Me. He spun himself partway through. I think he was in the top ten. Had a yeah, bad. That's, that's that's a good transition to highlight slash bin of the week. So yeah, that so was one of ours. Is fully spun in ten spots in like the first. I think it was like maybe around lap ten or twelve or something like that. He spun it coming out of the S turns and like you could see him lose it first, and then he tried to come back or like right when you go up and over that hill to the left, you can kind of cut the corner mm-hmm. there into the really first big hairpin or the second one if you don't include turn one. Um, but he kind of spun it there in one of the grass and like there was like eight cars that passed him. Like it, it like it was the worst timing to spin. Like because he couldn't even make his way back in. Yeah. And then I think the rest of the race, he was just, you know, driving mad. And I was behind him for a little bit, like in the, you know, 10 to 15 spots. And he was sliding out with the medium track. And um, and then did he No, that was Brandon who disconnected partway through. I mean, yeah, we'll get to that's, we'll that's get to the Red Bull. Line. We'll get to the Red Bull okay. woes later. Okay. But um, okay. I mean, that was kind of the bin. Um, another highlight I I had your muscly overtake on Montana. I mean, that's a, mm. a contender for most one like overtake. Um, yeah, uh, up there with Tom. Textbook. textbook muscle. Yeah, I mean, you just uh, blow off those you know shitty drivers and move on. You know, it's, they just get in the way. Um, um, that and I'll, I'll just stay on the theme of stroking myself off is new new leader new leader on top of the yeah, uh, driver's right. standings. I that's think that right. might be my first time ever. So at the top, don't expect yeah. it to last long. I got Getch on my heels. Rem's right there. Schmidt's going to bounce back. You're yeah, four points to Getch, eight points to Rem, and ten points to Schmidt. So, um, yeah, you never know what can happen. I mean, especially what's, right uh, what's uh Don't want to get too cocky, but what's uh, the number to clinch uh, constructors? To clinch constructors, oh, yeah. it's it's way out. It's way out. I'm just kidding. I'd be curious to know what it was last year. What was it was uh, last I season's don't, final? But I it was don't close. Think, it came out of last race. I don't, yeah. I mean, it's always going to come down. I think. I mean, you guys have a 53 point lead, but mm-hmm. um, but I mean, there's we're still not even at the halfway point. I mean, I don't think I can see anybody closing out until you know the last week if not the week before i mean maybe um it's just so tight this year there's no way it was 282 i think was the number to win it yep 282 just pulled it up yeah i mean 
I don't know. You look back at last season and we always talk about. Sorry, no, 300, 360. Oh, fuck. I'm way off. I'm way off. I'm way off. Did you look uh, at the final final? Yeah, it was 391. You guys won it with. So, I was way off. So, we got to get maybe 400, but points are so spread out this year. I don't know if 400 is going to be the number. Yeah, that, uh, yeah, I don't think we're going to get that high. No way. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, you know, should we, uh, oh, oh, one more overtake, one more overtake. Uh, Franz. So let me set the scene for you. Um, I should post it as uh, a highlight of the week, but. On, is, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Franz, double overtake. He, uh, coming into the final turn, um, watching the stream, it's from Schmidt's perspective as he goes to try and overtake JP. Comes right. into the turn, JP comes around, it doesn't quite get him. He's setting up, he goes extra wide, and Stang comes flying in on the inside, cuts, doesn't cut the corner. I don't think it was, but he took advantage of Schmidt trying to get like the launch out of the corner and hits JP, and they kind of bump a little bit. And so that kind of forces Schmidt to the outside. And next thing you know, Franz comes flying in and then gets them both by the, by the first corner. I mean, he had DRS too, but I think a bunch of them had DRS in there because they were all tight. So, I mean, good move by Franz, you know, taking advantage. Um, you know, and just what could have been, if he didn't have so many penalty points, what could have been right. a really strong week for Haas. So. Yeah, good for Franz, man. I mean, his teammates finally turn it around. Hey, after he, a second place last week when his teammate's gone, Remish oh, scores yeah. again. It's Haas just is charging, <laughs> trending. <laughs> you can call it trending. Trending, yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe not lunar status, but they're on the way. I mean, another win, you know, another podium for France. I mean, it just shows that, you know, there could be a week where they both put it together and they're both on the podium, and that's, you know, when they're going to be pushing for that Constructors' Championship. Definitely. And it's still, still early. We're not even halfway. Um, yeah. But that's – is a good transition, I think. Um, should we should we go ahead and let's let's throw it over to Kick G&T. It to G&T. Yeah, yeah. Let's mm-hmm. toss it over to Getch and Tucker with this week's extremely extremely um, special guest. Um, we'll throw it over there right now. What's going on, my people? We are back with a highly highly sought after. Brand new segment of the GNT with Getch and Tuck. I'm Getch. That's Tuck. Tuck, what's going on, my guy? How's it going, everybody? Man, I'm just I'm very excited to be here. Um, I'm very excited for this guest. Uh, kind of a a legend around the grid. Uh, you have any anything to say about our guest coming up here? Uh, this was far and away the number one guest we wanted to target. If there was a draft of guests, this would be number one. Yeah, uh, we were kind of handcuffed with our last guest with the drama going on, but this is the de facto best guest you can get. And with that, why don't you introduce him, Ga- Jack- Jake? Well, yeah, we have uh, probably one of, if not the worst driver of all time, but the most interesting man on the grid, Mr. Swift Mermaid, Brett Sorum. How we doing, buddy? How's it going, guys? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. He currently calling in. Looks like a FaceTime cutting in and out of freezing constantly. What are you doing right now, buddy? Uh, I just got off the mountain. 
walking back to my car, um, eating a little Mandarin. You know, not too shabby. Nice sunny day here in Vail. I don't know if you guys can see the mountains. No, we can't. But uh, that, oh, now I can. Wow, that looks so sweet. Uh, and you're absolutely steezed out right now. But uh, <laughs> Brett, uh, so you're in Vail. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and you know what you're doing out there right now? Um, I'm a guy on the wrong side of 25. Um, living a ski bum life right now. Um, here in the winters in Vail, summers I'm down in Florida working on boats. Uh, got not much going. That's you work. That's you work on you work on boats in Florida. In the yeah, summer, work, work on yachts. Um, the summers, Caribbean, Florida area. What's the uh, What's the biggest yacht you've ever been on? You've ever been on like a two story? I've never even been on a big yacht like that. Yeah, the last one was seventy two meters, which is like just under three hundred feet. I think it had four or five levels on it. Jeez. Wait, so like, when you're on these boats, do you? What are you doing? And well, more importantly, is there like parties going on on these boats? I feel like big boats are meant for parties. Yeah. So the last one I was on, I was a deckhand. So everything exterior, um, washing the boats, like where um, take them scuba diving, snorkeling. Uh, you know, we've got jet skis, the whole nine yards. And then the last one I was on, some Russian billionaire owned it. He uh, it was more or less just a tax rate up for him. So he didn't really use it. But before that I was on was some Cuban dude. Oh man, he had like your stereotypical TV life hookers, like three ex-wives. It was crazy. What a beast. My my jaw's on the floor right now. This sounds like the most amazing life. Do you think do you think uh do you think some of these yacht owners are slaying in a couple drugs here and there? That's how they afford this? So the kid had a, I mean, the guy had a kid our age at the time. He was like 22 in high, in college. Dude, I was on the night shift one night. I come up, and he's got like a gym on the top floor with a hot tub. Open the gym, and it's just snowing everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> had a, some fresh pow up in there. Oh, fresh pow down in the Caribbean. It was nice. Yeesh. That's insane. Um. I gotta ask, uh, does being on a big boat like that help you get chicks? Yes and no. So, you're kind of stuck with whatever crop they've got, which can either be really good or really bad. Uh, right. But yeah, I mean, you're getting mostly like South African women and then um, a lot of European chicks. Not really that many Americans. But when I say South African, I mean, like, ex-Dutch and, like, British people that live down there. I'm sure they just they just eat you up, too. You honestly look like you should be on the cover of Thrasher right now. I'll just swag from head to toe. Actually, usually I have shaved head on the boats, unfortunately. Oh, uh, yeah. Full right now. Listeners can't see you right now but the flow is absolutely immaculate just wanted it's to crazy your hair it's looking it's great. crazy i love it um so that being said uh you know if the boat helps you pick up ladies yes or no uh is there a is there a mrs swifty there used to be uh 
Now, she was Argentinian and got stuck down there this COVID season. So we had to break that off. Um, however, I will be running into her in a week. I'm going to be going to Florida. She'll be meeting me down there. So, Really? Kind of re- rekindle old flames or what? You could say that. Have a little fun in the sun. Maybe go on a date. What's an ideal date for you, Swifty? Ooh. Ooh, ideal date, huh? Yeah, let's say you're going to Florida, right? And you you, you meet up with, with old lady, and you're down there. Where are you taking her? What's what's going on? So we're going to be in the Lauderdale area, uh, a nice little place called Las Solas. It's kind of where all the rich schmucks are. Uh, probably cruise around the boulevard there. Nice restaurants and whatnot. Obviously, we got to make a trip to the beach. Sure. Uh, you know, yeah, I, mean, I don't know. Not, not too much down there. Are you well, are you somebody that cooks, or would you take her out to dinner? You know, that would depend on the girl. Um, what about Mrs. Swifty? I can go either way. She likes it both ways, you know? Um, but she's more of like a sushi fan and things like that. I can't really cook sushi, nor do I know how to make it. Okay. Fish, to be honest. Um, yeah. But she's the boss, so we're going sushi. We're going sushi. I'll make it work. Right. Nice. Okay. Okay. Right. Well, how about uh, how about we talk about your career in the in the Formula One league a little bit? What do you say? Or lack thereof. <laughs> yeah. Well. Well. Uh, you're one of the worst drivers in the league, my guy. <laughs> Can you can you tell us why? Um, you ever seen the movie Rush? Have you yeah. Seen that movie, the F1 yeah. Movie with the British guy, and then they've got um, oh, what's his name? Nikki Lauda. Nikki Lauda, who just died. Okay, I like to think of myself as the British guy from that movie. Hunt. Um, he's clearly got, clearly got other things. Um. Other reason, other incentives for his racing. Yeah, he wants to win that championship, but um, you know, there's other prizes besides the championship. And come Sunday nights, occasionally I dabble in other extracurriculars. Okay, well that makes sense. Who? That's uh, fair. So how did, how did how did how did? Oh, what was that? I said not that I'm not fully committed to the league. But Sundays are Sundays are my Fridays from time to time. Um, so, yeah. so you're trying you're trying to do do some things. Yeah, and I mean someone's got to be last, right? You might as well embrace it. Yeah, not enough people talk about the burden you carry taking last in most every race. Like you said, somebody's got to do it, and you know I think everybody in the league owes you a thank you for doing that. Uh, most week in and week out, it's not easy. No, you know, actually, I think, don't quote me, but last I checked, I was not last. I was 19th. And this could be a record year for me. I mean, I'm on the Aachen train that you're going to get points this year. I've seen you race plenty. It's more so you spin out and crash and then quit, as opposed to, like, not being good at the game. (laughs) It's definitely a little bit of all of it. You know, um... Sometimes I just want you guys all to feel good and have a have somebody to pass, and that's what I'm here for. You know, you're having a rough race, but you know, you need you pass somebody. Now you're feeling a little better. I'm there for you. 
that that's a league first mentality. That's what I love that is. it. I absolutely love it. So how did you how did you get into the league, Swifty? Um, back when you guys were dabbling in 2020 or 2019, I don't even know which one I'm playing. 2019, a spot opened up, and I almost snuck in with Bopes then. Um, however, the the place was presented to somebody else. We won't use names. Um, and I was later joined the 2020 season, the initial 2020 season. Um, yeah, I think that's what happened. Okay. So are there are there people in the league that you don't really know that well? Oh yeah, I mean, I think I've met a few. I met you guys at uh, what was a park tavern I met. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy yeah. night. Great night. Five, six other guys are there. Stang. Um, I think Hughes was there. A few other guys. Yeah, that was the Stang send off. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, he was going to Sweden, right? Yeah. Right. So, give me give me three guys that you don't know that well in the league right now. Oh boy, I don't. Even, I feel like I don't even know people's names besides some of their gamer tags. To be honest with you, well, give me gamer tags. All right, Captain Chaos. Okay. Although I think is that Jake Peterson? JP. Yeah. Is that? Right, okay. Yep. Um. Who else? Uh, who are the old Merp guys? Um. Shit, I'm blanking. Uh, well, there's Young Follard. Okay. Don't really let me just join, but that's Wyatt's brother, right? Schmidt's brother? Yep. Give okay. me one more. Uh, boy. I don't know who I haven't met. I guess I haven't actually met Jockin. I've talked to him. I've texted to him. Texted with him. All right. Yeah, Jockin. All right. So we have uh, JP, Foley, and Jockin. All right. Fuck, Mary kill. Ooh. All right, I'm going to say fuck JP, but it's just because of last race. Um, what happened last race? Myself, him, and I think Montana got into a little soiree on turn one coming out of the pits. Just a little um, party. However, oh, I, was, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah, I wasn't. I don't think I really was the worst of it, but um, I don't know. I guess I'll throw him under the bus. So you fuck JP. <laughs> Um, let's marry, who is, I think Akin gave me praise one time, let's marry him, I gotta wow. kill Pollard, oh, that's tough, I don't wanna kill him. Wow, uh, so, kills the first sponsor of the league. Yep, Swifty is going to kill Foley, <laughs> he's gonna marry Akin, and he's gonna fuck JP, I love it. Throw- <laughs> We're getting uh, weird getting weird on the TNT, and that's what we're here for yeah uh on that topic brett um you know like you were gonna kill foley um what is one person or who is one person in the league that you would never want to be paired with that you don't want on your team ever even if there's a fire even if there's a fire um <laughs> oh it's gotta be Franz. why Ah, it's just, you know, no class of absolute detriment to society out there. And he's my roommate, so I like to give him shit. Wow. Is there trouble in paradise right now? <laughs> so he's no, a detriment I, to society? <laughs> no, no trouble in paradise. No trouble in paradise. I feel like, I feel like uh, this, this will make another week uh, on the podcast that 
someone has brought up Franz in a negative light. Jake, uh, I think he's the... go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead, Brad. Oh, I was going to say, I think he's the league scapegoat, to be honest. Maybe him and Dane. Yeah, I mean, someone's got to be it, just like someone's got to get last place, right? right. Yeah, sure. I was going to ask Jake, uh, who's one person you wouldn't want to be paired with in the league? Dane. Wow. Wow, no I mean, hesitation. I mean, that, <laughs> I mean, founder of the Relegate Dane movement. Uh, now everyone's <laughs> doing this Save Dane or whatever it is. Um, I don't think he should be in the league. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to leave it at that. Purely out of curiosity, did you know him prior to the league? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Dane <laughs> and be pretty, Jake go way back. It'd be pretty funny if I didn't know him and I was just like, <laughs> fuck this guy, relegate Dane, this guy fucking sucks. Has the league changed your perspective on him as a person? Um, no, he's who I thought he was. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> they are who he thought they were. Love what it. about you, Tuck? Who who wouldn't you want to be partnered up with? I don't know. That's a tough question. I, I feel like I like everybody in the league, but... No, oh, come on. Uh, I'll go with, uh... I'll go with Brett. You, Swifty. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're statistically the worst in the league. Never had points, so... Uh, I'm a guy that's trying to be, and I'll give you the reason. I'll give you the reason. And I think you can respect the reason is I have Connor Beaupre and Jake Ocken just constantly always ripping on me for being bad at the game. And my ultimate goal is to now absolutely squash them. And so I want a teammate that can do better than I Okay. and make sure that I can be the one talking shit to them. Because if you listen to their podcast, all they do is talk about how bad me and Stang are at the game. It's it's like they have nothing else to talk about. Yeah. They do give you guys a bad rap at uh racing joint. Yeah. For sure. It's, it sucks. But yeah, that's my reasoning. So sorry, Brett. But although I wouldn't put it out of the cards. Wouldn't put it out of the cards at all. Maybe an maybe an S four partnership coming up here with uh Tucker yeah. and Swift. Who knows? I like it. Well, you don't like me, but I like you. I like you, Brett. I like you. We all love you, Brett. You You're a good guy. You have great hair, <laughs> cool sunglasses, a sweet little paneled hat. It says Oakley. God. I may, uh, I may need to take a hiatus in season four. Um, if I do end up on a boat, I won't have the adequate ability to race. But we'll whoa. see what happens. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, that is, that is breaking news. Breaking news: Swifty might not be back for an S4, and I'm I might need to grab a box of tissues because I'm tearing up. That's that's he said a hiatus though, like a Fernando true. Alonso po- approach, yeah, yeah. right? Definitely that is like true. To make um, however, I would I don't know how many weeks do we have left this season? You know, a lot. Yeah, so, yeah, a lot. Probably be take a hiatus but i could be back for five clear the mentals yeah you're the mentals depending on who's commissioner though uh, i don't think and possibly others but well if 
if there was a new commissioner, who's like, who are you voting for out of the entire league, excluding Getch, myself, and Beaupre? So, are my options like anyone to be commissioner, or out of the potential candidates from last time who would still want to be commissioner? Uh, anyone. Anyone. I think Travis could be a good commissioner. I've only met him momentarily. However, okay. um, lively personality in the league. Uh, obviously, constantly in the um, the the debates of problematic, I guess. Uh, so I think he'd be kind of edgy to have. Who else? I think I think either of the I think Foley would be good. I think Foley would be a good commissioner. We see him running the um, the farm the farm league right now. Juanito. Yep. The Juanito. Yeah. I would I be I would be scared for Travis to be the commission just because I feel like that would just be electing Connor Beaupre again. Because ultimately, right, like Beaupre would just lock Trav up in the cage again and control the league. But remains as, Yeah, as current commissioner, uh Beaupre does have a does uh, make sure I'm doing exactly what he wants me to be doing um, a lot of the times. Um, and, you know, I kind of just try and brush him off uh, until until we get that rough and rowdy fight that uh, I've been asking for. Keeps dodging me, but uh, come see me, little boop. Come see me. Are you the George Bush to his Dick Cheney? Uh... <laughs> Uh, He's yeah, sure. Uh, so what what are you up to uh the rest of the day, Swifty? Uh, probably gonna hit the gym here in a minute. Uh, I'm gonna go talk to my accountant, aka my teammate, Mr. Nash. Um, gotta start figuring out how my tax evasion is going, tax fraud. Um, from there, probably cook dinner. I'm uh, not sure what we're having yet. Tacos is usually on the menu. Mm. Uh, then we're skiing again tomorrow. How about you just, guys? Just living the dream, huh? I can't complain, to be honest. I can't. Well, I, I think can't. we're I think we're all out of questions for you, Swifty. Um, I appreciate you coming on the pod and talking a little bit about yourself and stirring up the pot a little bit i'm just gonna i'm gonna leave you uh with a question okay and i want to i want a simple yes or no answer from you okay if uh if the formula juan league started drug testing would you still be able to race yes or no Ah, uh, boy um uh, well i tell you what that's a tough question um what are we testing for and does uh, drugs positive are a good thing, correct? What's that? Pos- you want a positive test, right? Yes, you want all the yeah. drugs. Um, would I be eligible? No, most likely not. Perfect. That's all. That's all we needed to know. I love it. I'll put this on my LinkedIn. Account. Well, only like 13 of us listen to this podcast, so this will just be funny. Okay, cool. 
Well, I think that's all I got for Mr. Swift Mermaid. What about you, Tucker? Yeah, that's everything. Uh, thanks for joining us, Brett. And uh, I mean, this was like almost an hour conversation. <laughs> it really flew by. So yeah, thanks for coming on, dude. And have a great rest of your weekend. Yeah, of course, gentlemen. Thanks for having me. Um, great show. Listen all the time. Can't stand that other podcast for those other guys, but that's just between us. <laughs> yeah, we agree. We agree. All right, everybody. That's Swifty. Cheers, Swift. Later. Big thank you to Getch and Tucker for putting together this week's G&T segments. Oops. Um, who would have thought they would get their hands on an interview with the man, the myth, the legend, uh, Swift Mermaid? Obviously, we don't we don't know what's going on and, and what that sounds like because we're recording this before we add that audio in. But um, I didn't think we'd ever get him. I think no. he, he was just going to be Mysterioso guy on the grid. Yeah, and so hopefully, uh, really looking forward to listening back and hearing what the what the guys walk through i'm sure it, uh there's some good sound bites in there with uh, the old man of mystery himself but um kind of bummed i didn't get to, to ask him a few questions I, I don't know if he listens to the podcast but i uh, wrote him pretty hard early on i thought he'd mm-hmm. be uh be giving williams a, a crack at it but um it's kind of a one one-headed monster with palooch there but yeah i mean uh, he's a guy that i think has the speed. I mean, I, I raced behind him for like four or five laps last week. And you know what? He gave me a run for my money and he said it after he's like, I was fast there. And it's just, you know, after a while it kind of wears any, I don't know, maybe if he was in when we were doing 25% races, we'd see more points out of him. But mm. you know, I, he had pace last week. I'll say that. And uh, I had to get a little aggressive on the pass. I had the better tires too, which helped, but he's right in there, man. I, you know what? We could see a, uh, a, uh, showing from Swifty at the second half of the year. I, I think one big thing with Swifty before we get into rivalries and, and team mm-hmm. ratings, mm-hmm. Uh, I think ski season is going to have a huge play in Swifty's performance. I think, yeah. and that's, you know what, I'll tease one of my predictions, but that has to go in with um, kind of the back half of season three here. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see, uh, we've just seen the beginning of, of uh, definitely Swifty. Um, but with that being said, folks, rivalries, um, some some constant themes this week. Mm-hmm. Go ahead with number one. What would you have for, I think for rivalries? A big one, number one, was um, early on a little Dane versus JP. I mean, I think they're ah. kind of seen with Swifty as kind of the bottom of the grid a little bit. Um, we've seen improvements from both of them. I mean, JP's historically had more points than Dane. Uh, Dane this year has really stepped it up, gotten points. Um I think it was it was a good battle. I it was clean for the most part. I think there might have been a little bit um, too much aggression at times, um, pushing guys off the track. But it was fun to see. You know, it was uh, it's always fun to see guys of similar skill levels uh, duke it out. And you know, when it comes down to the end of the year, that's where you figure out you know who the better driver mm-hmm. is. So that was definitely nice. Dane versus JP. That's a, that's a good one. First one. Um, I actually ironically had as one of the rivalries, I said Dane versus Apple. Ooh, huge yeah. one. Huge yes. one. Yes. So for those who don't know, who aren't in the, the text thread, the group chat, uh, 
came out this week that Dane is a Spotify user. Now, background, yes, very tough background, right? Everyone knows Dane's an iPhone forever guy. Yep, Dane is. It's a staple. I guess rich guy, iPhone guy. Honestly, I don't even know if he has a MacBook Pro, but he claims he's got the the MacBook, the iPod Touch. He's got. He's had every single color of iPod Mini. I've heard. Yeah, he's got. Gen 1, Gen 2 AirPods. He bought the big um, new Apple AirPods. TV. Yeah, yep, he's got the cloud, the cloud AirPods on pre-order. Um, and then he comes out and he says, I'm a Spotify guy because of because it's a clean looking interface. Excuse me? What is that? No. Excuse me? How first of all, first of all, I I'll be honest, I, I have both on my phone. I have Apple yep. Music mm-hmm. and I have Spotify. College, I was Spotify. I grew up. I graduated. I put that to rest. I closed the yeah. chapter, turned the page. One door closes, the next opens. And I moved on to Apple like a big boy. And like yeah, everyone exactly. should. Um, I don't need to hear all this monopoly talk of Apple this, Apple that. But when you wear it on your sleeve, like Dane does, about being the Apple guy in Juan. And then to come out and say you're Spotify. You're of all things to not be. I mean, I could see maybe he's a Roku guy instead of Apple TV, or maybe he's a he's probably yeah. a YouTube TV guy, maybe even. But to to be a non-Apple music guy is just a slap in the face to Tim Jobs. And you know to what? Tim Apple. Yeah. I mean, you know, Tim stream, Apple is stream on all over. platforms: Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not. You know. I don't want to say we're picking sides because we're clearly picking sides here, but it's just, it baffles me. And and now it's like this, right? It's head to head. It's yeah. Dan versus Apple. It, you know, he's not the guy we thought he was. And I want to know, and folks, maybe you can help answer this, but does Dane's driving have a direct correlation with his music provider of choice? Because... Well, the situation he's in, you know, similar to his driving, mm-hmm. you know, he, he talks this game about wanting to be better, wanting to do better, you know, putting in the time to do it, right? And the same thing with Spotify. I don't want to take the time to move everything from Spotify to Apple. Okay, well, proven there's an app out there that does it within minutes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's one strike. Um, number two, like the using the interface, the UI. Yeah, and I think, you know what he, he talked about here, I'm looking for the quote right now. Um, you know, here's what Dane said. He said, I find Spotify way more visually appealing and easier to navigate. Okay, think about it like this, easier to navigate on Spotify. When you search for shit on Spotify, it throws up on you anything with a matching letter. Yes. Every time, it and it's Apple Music is it you add one more letter refined 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 i mean i can misspell songs in apple music and still find what it's i'm gonna looking tell for. me yeah it, and that's the thing like is dane is dane comfy and content where he's at i think right? but when you look at and with his music provider of choice yeah is he just content and comfy and doesn't want to challenge himself or I mean, um, but he is challenging himself. He's not even with Apple Music. You get Apple CarPlay, and clearly he has it. And then he said they took it away. And he's like, oh, well, now that's okay. I mean, it's like he's making it hard on himself. It's like he started playing the game in Meat Pit View. And I guess he does ride in Moon 
from the moon pot view. So oh. I does he like and, and making then, it hard on then, himself? This is what got me today. This is what really fucking tipped me over mm-hmm. my boiling point is when he goes, yeah, but my Alexa devices don't respond well to Apple Music. Yes, I also have okay. Alexa devices and you can't easily play on those devices <sighs> like you can with Spotify. I get it. But my Google Home, I can tell my Google Home, whatever. Maybe that's, eh, that might be connected to Spotify. Shot myself in the leg there at that comment. But anyway, regardless, Dane versus Apple, that was my my second rivalry. Bolts. What do you what do you got for for rivalry? Um, I think our other big rivalry this week. Um, it's kind of like uh of playing out to the future. Um, like in the next race, um, is going to hinge on this like big time. Uh, it's Dane versus his girlfriend's parents. Oh! I that's gonna be a big factor this week. Um, three headed Dane monster. I mean, we saw we saw Dane pack the Xbox into the over the shoulder messenger bag that the weird kid has in like seventh grade. Um, he had it all tucked in, controller, uh, velcroed in, he had his power cords in the correct pockets, his HDMI. Um, he had it all locked in, he was ready to go, sent it in the snap group. Um, had it loaded up and uh, apparently the girlfriend's parents were not happy. Um, girlfriend Oops. said that it was slightly disrespectful to her parents to bring it with. Um, I, I got a lot of thoughts on this, but I'm gonna let you take it while I process. Folks, I, I want to just give you a heads up knowing Dane, knowing how he is a, I don't, I don't want to say dramatic, um, theatrical maybe is better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'm going to come out and say it publicly before we get to Sunday. No, I, I would not be surprised if that Xbox is still in Minneapolis. Still, you don't think he brought it, it all. You think it, he packed it, it in was all for show. the messenger bag. It was all theater. Didn't bring it. Yes. I, I will be willing to bet a lot of money that Xbox is not in Florida or wherever they are. I mean, sub rival. And, and I'm, being dead, I'm being dead serious. No joking aside. I don't think that Xbox made it on the trip. Sub rivalry is Foley versus Dane's girlfriend. Um, Foley went out with a text to Dane's girlfriend. And I've got a screenshot of it here. And it says, Hey Madison, you don't know me, but my name is Foley and I'm part of the formula one racing league. I love that. He uses, he didn't say F one. He said formula. <laughs> the full thing that's respect for the league i just got down to florida on tuesday and will be here for two weeks helping take care of my fiance's dad who unfortunately is having some health issues prayers out to foley and his uh you know his future father-in-law um but a nice touch i know foley has been down there before we'll get to that at the end i learned today that dane would be traveling down here and was hoping you let him bring his xbox dane is an integral part of our league and is really just a fantastic guy our race on Sunday just wouldn't be the same without him. I think he can spare a little room in his suitcase and two hours on Sunday night to make my dreams come true. I mean, this is coming from Foley, who's not his teammate, you know, who's new to the league. Uh, Dane's, you know, been in the league for a while. I mean, this is, you know, a plea, a cry for, uh, you know, freeing Dane from that, the yeah. grip. And, and you know what? A couple things come to mind with that. Um, first, is where's Wyatt Schmidt and all this? Why is why is my teammate putting in the time, energy, and efforts 
to look out for his his younger brothers. Do you um, do you think there might be some some animosity between the two of them after uh you know this is a couple weeks in a row here now that Dane has yeah. finished ahead? Do you think do you think is Foley kind of scheming to undermine his brother in the Schmidt this, rivalry? Is this a really a Schmidt v. Schmidt rivalry within uh, a, a Schmidt v. Uh, Madison rivalry here? Is that what's going on? I, I don't know. That's that's a really good point. I haven't. That's that's alarming, honestly, because I nothing wouldn't say a bad thing about Foley. Is it like Foley Block twenty twenty one S four like that type? It might type of be. Um, but just that's what it feels like this this third rivalry and i don't i don't want this trending um i was gonna put it on twitter but my hashtag in response to that is is hashtag get out getty um just get out like get out of here like let dane have his two hours Mm -hmm. on sunday night like there's some things are bigger than vacation in florida with your family like especially in these times right now when we're we're in a a global pandemic yeah. Daddy, we, we shouldn't even be traveling right now. You have the audacity to tell my buddy, my 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 cohort, my competitor in this league, he can't bring his Your Xbox. His... Yeah, what? Get out, Getty. Get out. Yeah. I think is oh. get out Getty the move. I mean, yeah, get out, Getty. I think that that's pisses it. Pisses me off, man. Yeah, it's it's unfair. Anyways, um, oh, put it. I mean. Bed. I mean, do you want to go into team ratings first, or do you want to get into some predictions here? We'll finish here with well, predictions. predictions. Yeah, yeah. Predictions. We'll finish with predictions, folks. Um, go ahead and lead us off here. I know yours is going to be um, the counter to this, um, but I've got some faith in him. I think he's committed. I think he is going to take a stand. Um, I think Dane commits to the Xbox in Florida and races on Sunday. Wow. And he gets he just in the shows up. And no, he, he gets in the, up. Nope, he gets in the points. I think he's going to buckle oh. down. He's going to feel the pressure. He's going to answer the bell, and he's going to get in the points. Wow, wow! And it's going to be so embarrassing, Dane, if you if you don't. Uh that's 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 huge because that would be a statement. Mm-hmm. And he said, mm-hmm. remember, he said he'd take work off the next Monday if he gets in the points. No, if he got that the, if he got on a podium. Okay. Or if you want to race, but my, uh, my prediction is Dane will not race. Does not bring the Xbox. The Xbox isn't there. If it is there, it's kind of a two parter. Mm -hmm. He will, he will, how do I phrase this? He's not going to be vocal in in the the party because you Mm -hmm. know, he's got to be at some TV at their fucking up in the guest room, beach home, whatever. Um, and it's going to be a, it's, you might not ever tell us this, but a silent ride to the airport mm, when mm, they come mm, back, it's going to be yep. really quiet. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So put that in your notes, silent ride to airport. Silent. Okay, let me, let me pump that in. You got a second one here. Yeah. I got a second one. I'm you hit me with do, that. It's, it's kind of a long term prediction and, and mm-hmm. I don't really know if you can kind of keep me accountable next week, but I'm saying when, as March comes to a close and, mm-hmm the ski slope shut down. I think Swifty has no choice, but to buckle down, focus on his racing career. And we will see, um, I don't want to say end of March, maybe end of April, Mm -hmm. kind of the three quarters of the way through the season. Swifty will be um, over five points. Yep. I uh, over five points by the end of the season, huh? 
Yes. Wow. We will hold on to that one. Um, and the, the crazy thing about that is he could do it in one race. Like, right. Exactly. That's, that's the glory of F1. So um, I think for my final prediction, um, I've got, man, this is tough looking at the standings. I think I've got um, another double points finish for Alfa Romeo. I just liked what I saw, and I think they're putting it together. Um, I, it, they were looking good last week, and they can race mm-hmm. together. I think there was a little bit of a connection issue for Wheat, um, but it didn't throw him off. He stuck with it, stayed in the race, usually doesn't. They both get points, and they jump into third place, and they're only three points off a of Haas. So. I love it. Well, uh, hey, yeah. chalk, them, chalk them down. That's mm-hmm. going to wrap up week nine. Folks, we, uh, we will see you back Sunday night. Enjoy your Friday evening. I know you got oh, some friends in town. We're already kicking it. Yep, you got tequila and tacos tonight. Mm-hmm. Don't get too hung for Sunday. Enjoy your time. We'll chat with you in the party, hopefully, Sunday nights. Obviously, yeah. 8 p.m. It's sharp. But Don't miss folks, it. That does it for another week. See ya. See ya. Up on the crime side, the New York Times side. Staying alive was no job, had second hands. Moms bounced on old men, so then we moved to Shallon Land. A young youth, you're rocking the go to. No goose, only way I begin to G.O. was drug loot. Unless started like this, son, rolling with this one and that one, pulling out cats for fun. But it was just a dream for the team who was a fiend. Started smoking wounds at 16 and running up in gates and doing hits for high stakes, making my way on fire skates. No question, I was speed for cracks and weed. The combination made my eyes bleed. No question, I would flow up and try to get the door. Sticking up right, boys on board court. My life got no better. Same damn low sweater. Times is rough and tough like leather. Figured out I went the wrong route. So I got with a sick tight clip and went all out. Catching keys from four seats. Rolling in MPVs every week. We made 40 G's.